It's all about your health, your wellness. Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Get healthier, get fit, eat better, have a richer quality of life. Health on the go. Staying well with Melanie Cole, MS. Some years back when Dr. Kevorkian made headlines assisting people with their own death with dignity, this became so controversial. And even now today, this is still a very controversial topic and one that you are passionate about on either side of the fence. With with Brittany Maynard, a terminally ill 29-year-old from California, she is choosing her own manner of death from a terminally ill brain cancer. And these are things that people want to discuss and know what's going on. My guest today is Dr. Judy Neal Epstein. She's the National Medical Director for Compassion and Choices, the nation's oldest nonprofit dedicated to expanding choice and improving care at the end of life. Welcome to the show, Dr. Epstein. So why would somebody choose an aid in dying or, as we used to call it, assisted suicide? Well, you know, it's a, it's a fortunate option for those people who really need it. And Oregon has had this law in place uh, since 1994. And in that time, many people have um, taken advantage of the law. And it is specifically designed for people who are suffering from a terminal illness or disease. And many, many months and years of thought went into writing this law to provide protection for all patients and all doctors so that there is no um, confusion about how the law is to be used. There are very strict guidelines, and um, they provide people who are suffering the option to have a peaceful death at the time of their choosing where they want to die. And most people want to die at home, and this gives them that opportunity. So what's the difference with aid in dying and hospice care? Because I'm a big fan of hospice, and it's so advanced in this country now. Is that not enough for these people? You know, hospice is great, and it is enough for most people. And we advocate for hospice, and we recommend to all of our clients that they become um, hospice care, being cared for by hospice, and um, because they do such great work. And but there are some cases that are not able to be where their pain is not able to be adequately managed. Like for example, the kind of cancer that um, Brittany Maynard has; those kinds of cancers are very, very difficult to manage the pain at the end of the disease process with medication. So for them, death with dignity is a really great option if they choose to pursue it. Many cases um, in Oregon, people end up dying naturally of their disease under the care of hospice, even though they have the prescription, they just never take it. About half of the people who get prescriptions actually take the medication. And they're provided with a really great sense of relief and what we call palliative care just from receiving the prescription. So we love hospice. We advocate for them, and um, they do a great job. So now what about the families of these loved ones? There's generally the decision, and if you're helping people make this decision, made with the families in mind, or does it sometimes come across the families saying no, 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 and the person saying, I mean, we typically think of this, Dr. Epstein, with older people. And, uh, you know, I, I love what you do. I certainly respect your work. And having so many older relatives that I watched suffer, I think this is a mm-hmm. wonderful 
kind of choice to make. But what about those families who don't want this choice being made? Right. Well, you know, it's tough all the way around. I mean, watching someone you love die is a very difficult and painful experience, as most of us know. And um, we really try and pull families together around this. If a patient is just very clear and they've made an enduring and thoughtful request of their physician, you know, there's, we sit down with families, we talk with families and say, let's talk about your fears, let's talk about why this is so scary for you. And sometimes, you know, they come around to realizing that being with their loved one at this time is one of the most last, most loving acts they can actually do for that person to actually just be present with them in a very thoughtful and loving way at the time of their death. I have attended a couple of deaths here in Oregon when I first came on with CNC four years ago to just to get a sense of what it was all about and what it was like. And they were both just in incredibly moving and beautiful and loving experiences. And I just, I just made me a firm believer and completely committed to death with dignity and aid in dying. So uh, there are a lot of places where this is not legal. Where is it legal? Well, so there are five states where aid in dying is authorized, either through a statute or a court decision, and that would be Oregon, Washington, Montana, Vermont, and New Mexico. And there are uh, currently other states that are considering bills to authorize and regulate aid in dying are Connecticut, Massachusetts, and New Jersey. So, Dr. So, Epstein, does this does this seem to fall on party lines. I know this is not necessarily a politically a political issue, but are these typically democratic states? Um, you know, that may be the case. I, I'm not really sure. I'm not really a politician. I don't know that I can speak to that. But what I do know is that what's an interesting trend is that in the last, oh, probably 12 to 18 months, we've seen more politicians running for office who have t- made a platform out of death with dignity and aid in dying. And that is unprecedented. So it's really um, exciting and says a lot about the success and forward motion of movement. Now, what about this medication that, like, Brittany is carrying around, you know, and, and news stories are talking about? What does it do? How long does it take to work? Right. Well, it's typically a fast-acting barbiturate, and I don't know exactly what medication she has, but I suspect that's what it is. It's usually what's used in um, these states. And uh, it takes not very long. It, um, it's a very, very large dose of a medication that's used for other things in very small doses, like insomnia and some kinds of pain and some kinds of anxiety. But um, it's a very large dose, and it's taken quickly in less than two minutes. And um, it's they, the person who takes it generally falls asleep in about five minutes, and then they fall into a very deep sleep and coma-like state quite quickly and often um, are, have respiratory depression or they stop breathing and their heart stops in anywhere from 20 minutes to a couple of hours is the average. So it's pretty quick, and it's, um, it's, for them it's like going to sleep. 
it's really kind of amazing, and, and it always astounds me how people who might consider their animals, you know, to euthanize right. them, but right. but not let a human, you know, who really doesn't want to go through that suffering, you know, continue on or make their own choices in just the last minute. Please tell people a little bit about Compassion and Choices and where they can find out more information about aid in dying or death with dignity. Right, and I, w- I w- want to say thank you for using the correct terminology. We do not um, use assisted suicide or euthanasia because those are both incorrect terms. But um, Compassion and Choices has been around for, oh gosh, uh, many years. Uh, it started out in the 70s as a very small organization called the Hemlock Society and grew and split into two organizations. And then 15 years or so ago, I don't remember the exact date, those two came back together as Compassion and Choices. One arm was for advocacy and one arm was for uh, client consultation and, um, you know, supporting people and families at the end of their life. And uh, it's been... We only have about 10 seconds left. Okay. So it's uh, www.compassionandchoices.org. There's lots of great information. There's lots of great information about advanced planning and end-of-life choice. Certainly important information, something to discuss with your loved one. The website is CompassionAndChoices.org. You're listening to Radio MD. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening, and stay well. Thank you.